voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and good evening and welcome to All Things Radio. Here we are again, another Thursday where just before the show, we lost power again. That's three Thursdays in a row. I don't know if there's a pattern to this or conspiracy or what, but here we are again. This is what? All Things Radio 597. This is September the 9th. 9th. Already. 9-9-21 opener of the NFL tonight. So everybody's getting into that. That's exactly right. Uh, just, you, you, you got a roof for the Dallas Cowboys tonight, Chris? No, I, I actually, I, I, the last minute I got into a football contest, so I'm picking, I picked the uh, Bucks. Your whole perspective, last year I wasn't picking the games. There's a whole other perspective. I wasn't even keeping track of the schedule very well because I wasn't in a contest. This year I did get in one at the last minute, so I, I picked the Bucks. So I'm, I'll be kind of rude for them. Well, you know, I got to tell you, because my, my, my brother-in-law went to, went, uh, and my sister came up to visit me this past Tuesday, and I said, you know, Football is starting and the Dallas Cowboys are playing. And Elliot and my brother-in-law said, "Wait a second, you're not supposed to know anything about sports." <laughs> I started to laugh because I, I say that, I say that all the time on on all things radio. But you uh, do, you do every week, every week, <laughs> every and week, we, and, we, pro- and we. The difference is, Jeff, we prove it every week by talking no, I, about. And you're it. right. I mean, I can't talk sports, <laughs> but but what Elliot said was he said something like, "Well, you know, you listen to WINS all the time. You 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 know who's winning and losing most of the time. So you, you yeah. kind of know what's going on that way. So and uh, I guess losing. I, I think." They know that down in New York. I think they're very. I know, well aware and Westwood One, by the way, well. is celebrating 35 years, if I'm not mistaken, 35 years covering the NFL on radio, the exclusive home for NFL on radio with Westwood One, and they're going to be on Westwood One tonight. As a matter of fact, let's yeah, drink a beer right. for them then. Yeah. Right. Is that same guy still there? Howard, um, he's a producer. Um, Howard Denneroff. Yes, he's still there. He used to hire this guy as a friend of mine named Bob Greenberg out of Chicago. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I talked to him on E-Voice once. And Bob used to. I talked to him one time, yeah. He he would put together, he was doing something for the Phillies. He would put together all kinds of highlights for them. Scott Graham had the uh, Phillies postgame shows. He wasn't on the games yet. And he got highlights from all the network all over the place and send them to the uh, computerized, I guess, send them to send them to him for the games. He, and he, he didn't know anything about computers. Now, now, I actually talked to Howard Denneroff <laughs> once because I won a – they were giving away a baseball book, and I won a baseball book, and that's who I talked to. So oh, good. That, one of my claims to fame, but, other than talking hey, to Bill Sparks. I right? shook Larry King's yeah. hand once. And the other thing is, right. isn't uh, – wow. is, is Kevin Harlan still doing the yeah. play-by-play? Yeah, Kevin, Harlan, Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner. 
He's okay, the I'll, I'll he was on EEI uh, today because they'll be carrying it, and he was talking to them on uh, you know their show at, at noontime. And uh, so, yep, he's prepared to do the game. He says his wife is very happy. He's not doing the game from the basement anymore. And he, as loud as Kevin is, and he was explaining that it's like an open house, and you could hear all the way up the stairs. It's an old-fashioned, hundred-year-old house. And she would be sitting there. He'd come up at about midnight when they get done uh, Kansas City time. So that's where he lives. He'd be sitting there, and she'd be sitting there, and he says, "Why aren't you asleep yet?" I said, "I can't sleep. I'm just hearing you." Well, yeah. Yeah, but you those know, old, with, old, with those old house, they've got everything goes through the vents, Chris. So whatever. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's in the he's in the basement. But she heard the games whether she wanted to or not in Kansas right. City. Well, and we know with Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner, we know we'll have a streaker, a cat, or some other. Oh, something's going to happen. Yes, we know that'll happen this year. It always does. Yep. Yeah, it does. But speaking of that, so, what do we know we're going to have tonight? I, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, what's well, well, on? we'll tell you what's going to happen tonight. Sean, since you wanted to know, let's see. Let me get the script out. There we go. Starting with page one. We'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective and follow up with some calls and feedback from our listeners. Then we'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. And in Bill Sparks' featured segment, we're traveling to New Orleans, Louisiana. We're going to listen to how WWLAM covers covers a Hurricane Ida. In my classic air check section, we're doing something just a little bit different. Uh, there was a guy in West Virginia named Joe who called the voice and feedback line and said, do you have anything from South Carolina? And I happen to have found a sales presentation from September of 1985 for radio station WXTC-FM from Charleston, South Carolina. Finally, we're traveling to Austin, Texas, where Gary and Sean live, and we're going to hear 80s 103.1 at the translator at KVET-HD2. And we'll hear from uh, Chris and the rest of the panel here as well. So all in all, we've got a very busy program. I guess we do, Jeff. And Boy, you're hitting your screen. uh, (laughs) And the real Bernie is here. I had I had mentioned uh, that I, I I'm reading the WBCN book, the Rise yeah. and Fall of WBCN. Are you mm-hmm. familiar with it, Chris? I have not read the book, wow. um, you know, but I, I certainly want to. It's a, it's gonna, it would bring back a lot of memories, that's for sure. Charles, La- Charles Lacquadera. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I know you oh, yeah, talked about the station, but it is just. An incredible read, and uh, I like reading radio books. Oh, the transition yeah. was interesting, Bernie, where they would do it over the weekend. I don't know how many weeks you would have known from reading the book. I know the first day they did it was March 17th of 68, uh, and they did it over the weekend, and then they had their classical music during the week for a yeah, first, yeah. certain number of weeks before they switched over. And it's funny because there's actually a debate whether it started on the 17th or the 20th. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, that that's a good point, because uh, Friday the 1st, uh, well, 17th, would, I don't know, don't ask me, but that was Friday the 1st that year, so the 17th a funny day. But the 20th, even but worse, it, that's it, a Wednesday. It's so. uh, it, it's an incredible book, and I, I, like I said, I like reading radio books, so if anybody ever hears about something that I haven't read yet, please. Who wrote, who wrote the book, by the way, Bernie? I knew you'd ask me that. I was check before I got yeah, on. that's okay. Yeah, maybe you can find out a, one word. I can't tell you it's a secret. Is it a talking okay. book? Where did you get Where did you get the book, Bernie? From Bard? Anybody? Kindle. 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 Ah, okay. I, I'm reading it for Kindle. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we're going to tell you about a service they got on the phone that's called what Bard Mobile that you can listen to that same book and they'll read it to you. Cool. Put it on Bard. Yeah, get it. There is a WMMS book on Bard. Uh, what is it? Oh, I read something that. about. The, I read that uh, book. I have not read it yet. I've got it on my phone. Yeah, I kind of like those radio books as well, Bernie. Uh, I'm not not a big book reader, but I do read books like that that I'm interested in. And Jeff would love it because it's free. I read all the time. Yeah, Yeah, Jeff would like it because it's free. 
don't know about that. <laughs> but, 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 you know, a lot of the audio books you see from Audible are available on Bard because there's a, there is a contract with the, where they work together, I guess. So. Oh, yeah, they they... they there are a lot of them and the bard app is so simple to now use that you can read a lot of books and consume a lot of content especially about radio or whatever you know your interest i've got a app we've talked about sometimes and it's called bard express and you can put it on a computer or well there's several ways you can do it but it is so simple you can just type in radio and you get up all these radio books and put those in your wish list and you can just play them anytime you want to yeah. i've got some from bookshare too yeah and you can pause them stop them restart them make bookmarks mm-hmm. right. do all kinds of um, things with these so that's one avenue that we really have a good advantage is is bard and audible and all of those good things because we love radio speaking of yeah. loving radio it's probably about time we put it off as long as we could <laughs> it's time for the award-winning news from jeff I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. The FCC is seeking comments concerning radio ownership, and the zoo is concerning college football in Chicago, Illinois, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And finally, we'll let you know what's happening on the street. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and the FCC is seeking comments concerning radio ownership. And there's varying points of view concerning this issue. The National Association of Broadcasters believes that ownership rules should be completely deregulated. However, there are other points of view. The National Association of Black Owners and Broadcasters believes differently. They believe that ownership regulation should continue. And if ownership is deregulated, then consolidation of the radio industry would continue, and that would hurt minority ownership. This is an issue that will not be answered immediately. However, it will be interesting to see how the FCC comes up with regulating radio station ownership. We'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Now let's take a look at the world of sports, where Chicago, Illinois, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania make news. In the case of Chicago, Illinois, WGN has entered into a five-year extension with Northwestern University that will keep Wildcats football and Northwestern University basketball on WGN. And in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Fox Sports Radio, WDAS-AM, owned and operated by iHeartMedia, will continue carrying Villanova football and Wildcats basketball with a multi-year contract extension. Now it's time to take a quick look at find out what's happening on the street. In Austin, Texas, Waterloo Media is making changes at two of its radio stations. First look at radio station KLBJFM, which is owned and operated by Waterloo Media, and they're pulling the plug on their afternoon drive show, which has only been around for six months. The show is hosted by Matt Bearden and comedian and Rabbi Rosenquist, as well as producer Spencer Williams. Matt Bearden and Spencer Williams will move over to handle afternoons at radio station KROX-FM with their alternative rock format, forming a new afternoon show, joining incumbent host C.J. Morgan. There's also more changes with Waterloo Media and radio station KGSR-FM in Austin, Texas as well. KGSR-FM is dropping its local morning show in favor of the Elvis Duran syndicated show from Premier Radio. The Elvis Duran show originates at radio station WHTZ-FM Z100 out of New York City. In other news, folks living in Minneapolis Minnesota will hear a new midday personality at radio station KQRS-FM. His name is Robert Woody Nelson, and not only is he the midday personality for the radio station, he's also the imaging voice for the radio station as well. Robert Woody Nelson comes to this radio station after working for Odyssey in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Stevens Media is making news with the launch of a new sports radio station in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The station was KFAQ-AM, transmitting on a frequency of 1170. The station has been relaunched as KTSB-AM, continuing the sports format, and they're affiliated now with Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Folks living in Boston, Massachusetts who listen to Bloomberg Radio will hear a new radio show hosted by Joe Matthews. Joe Matthews is the Washington correspondent for Bloomberg Radio, and the new show is called Sound On, and
and it's a one-hour news broadcast highlighting the insights of what's happening in Washington, D.C. If you're looking for work in Dallas, Texas, public broadcaster KKXT-FM is looking for a new program director and midday host. Amy Miller is leaving the radio station to pursue a music career. In other news, MTV Lookout, there's someone who's looking to take over. Audidio is a new app that has 16 video channels with video DJs. Audidio is based out of Nashville, Tennessee. It's available on Fire TV and Apple TV. Folks living in South Bend, Indiana will hear a new radio station. It's called Throwback Nation. The station is WYET-FM, and the station is programming a syndicated format programmed by Tony Larino. We'll let you hear an air check of this radio station in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Look out for Sasquatch in Rochester, Minnesota, as radio station KDCZ-FM has changed to a classic rock format. Over the Labor Day weekend, the station unveiled the format by playing a list of alphabetic classic rock songs from A to Z. In Buffalo, New York, say good morning to Liz Mantle, who's a new morning host at radio station WLKK-FM. The station is owned and operated by Odyssey, and she's the first morning radio announcer for this country radio station in Buffalo, New York. Folks living in Concord, New Hampshire, are hearing a new classic rock radio station. Radio station WNNH-FM, owned and operated by Benny Media, has dropped the variety hits Frank FM format in favor of classic rock. The radio station calls themselves 99.1 The Bone. Folks living in Boston, Massachusetts, will hear changes to the radio landscape at Rubber 97.7 with their Spanish format. They've added the syndicated Ricky and Santos program, which is based out of Miami, Florida, and they hired a new program director for the radio station. His name is Tony Banana, and he'll handle afternoon drive for the radio station as well. Indianapolis, Indiana's loss is Chicago's gain. Congratulations go out to Laura Duncan, who's a new brand manager at radio station WXRT-FM with their alternative rock format. WXRT-FM is owned and operated by Odyssey. Laura Duncan was the program director at radio station WTTS-FM, and she also handled the afternoon drive shift at the radio station. WTTS-FM is owned and operated by Cubulus. Congratulations go out to Joe Sicotti, who's a new afternoon drive host at radio station KSAN-FM. KSAN-FM is owned and operated by Cubulus, programming a rock format, and they're licensed to San Francisco, California. And if you're in Chicago, Illinois, and you listen to radio station WLSAM, they've launched a travel show hosted by Colleen Kelly. According to media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Home Depot, followed by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Progressive Insurance, DuckDuckGo, and Mattress Firm. Finally, if you live in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and you listen to radio station WSPAFM during the Labor Day weekend, you would be hearing Christmas music. No, this wasn't a permanent format change, just a temporary format change to make people feel good with holiday music. The station normally programs an adult contemporary format. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. For all things radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. It's time once again for listener calls and feedback. To get in touch with the podcast team, call 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. I think that as close as we have to uh, the New York station that you played was um, Alice. They're not top 40 radio, but they do play, you know, some Ariana Grande and, you know, stuff like that. So they're not necessarily high energy, but uh, they do play some of the same music. So that's as close as we come in the Bay Area. Um, as far as the uh, Riviera Beach station goes, um, I'm, I think that's the same Chris Edwards that worked at KYA in the 70s. Sounds like it. He was very good, and that was, uh, you know, interesting, you know, top 40 radio, you know, back, you know, then. But uh, it sounds like the same Chris Edwards. So, anyway, all right. I will, you know, listen next week. Thank you very much. And uh, 
Keep up the good work. Kind of a newbie here with you guys, but uh, back in the 60s and 70s, early 70s anyway, I used to listen to, uh, uh, used to surf the uh, radio waves. I lived out in the middle of Wyoming, of all places, and you'd be surprised what you can get out there in the middle of nowhere. And I used to be able to pull out uh, out of the ether uh, WWL once in a while. I don't know too much about their format. Uh, there was so much noise around it uh, and the ether there, I couldn't really hear them too much. But I used to pull them out and uh, clear out in Wyoming, if you <laughs> believe it or not. This is uh, Don from North Hollywood. I, I thought you'd be interested in that. Listener comments are always welcome. So give us a call on that feedback line, 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. Well, there you go, Jeff, and thank you. Okay. No problem. So, just... yeah, Joe Matthew, I think, was the, if, it, if it's the same guy, I'm pretty sure it is, because he had been a business reporter before, and he's from uh, this area, and I guess uh, apparently he's gone down to Washington, but he was a uh, an anchor at BZ uh, before. That's they what the article went... said about him, yeah. And he also, yeah, worked, and... At, uh, he also worked at WGBH-FM for a while doing yes, uh, he did. a morning edition <clears throat> of one of those shows. Yeah, so I guess he wanted to get back into the business stuff, but he uh, was the anchor, you know, for a couple years, and then just, I think, when I heart bought it, I think he had headed out the door. Bernie, did you know Laura that the lady who left the station uh, in in, in the... uh, yes, uh, she she's very nice. Um, we we were all a bunch of us were out for for drinks one night, and uh, I don't know she <laughs> I said something to her and she didn't uh, didn't respond very well. I, I can't remember what it was. It wasn't indecent or anything, but she just <laughs> good news. Uh, I was glad up with that. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't think it, it wasn't that indecent anyway. But, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Apparently, yeah, it was okay. <laughs> She's a very nice person, but but uh, and she's been there for a lot of years. Nineteen and years. Also, also WTTS is owned by Sarkis Tarzian. Sorry about that. I got to blame yeah. the publication I got it from because they. Oh, I know, there. I know. I just wanted to tell you because they've been Sarkis Tarzian forever. I don't. Okay, know I'm that sorry about that. Been anything different? <laughs> what? What? Do they do well? I mean, I don't. I don't really see them in the book when I look at the ratings, but maybe I'm not looking they, at them. Uh, they don't buy the books, so they don't often get in. But uh, they, they're kind of a they're what you call triple A, the adult alternative kind of thing. They're a lot like XRT. Uh, except XRT is a lot better. <laughs> but tell them the bonus about WTTS. Probably one of the most powerful FM stations in the state of Indiana. That signal. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if it you. It was grandfathered in, uh, and so it's been around for a very long time. And you can be in eastern Indiana. You can go far down south and get them. You can. I mean, I don't know how well they do north, but this station in Indianapolis, it, I mean, a lot of stations would give any. In fact, they've had offers over the years to move that oh, station yeah. to Indy, and one day it'll happen. Um, maybe not in our lifetime, but it will happen. And they all also... will want to keep that transmitter where it is now because they've got an incredible signal. Oh, and their translator, yeah, and they they also have some HD channels. Um, yeah. Two HD yeah. channels. One is a classic, kind of a classic rock, and then the other one is a, of all things, a Catholic network. 
Radio. Well, you know, they what they do with these HD channels, if they can sell time on them and sell those channels, that's another way for them to make a little bit of extra but, money. But that's you that's can the get way them it is. Real well. I mean, they come in real, real well. I mean, even the HD channels do. So. But well, I, wanted, I can get them here. Yeah. I wanted to mention one thing. I can't I, get I, here. I, 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 I wasn't. I said I wasn't going to mention it. <laughs> But uh, I wanted to mention only for those who maybe listen, maybe listen to New York City or maybe listen, are very into jazz. I'm a very big jazz fan. And we lost a, a radio announcer who j- did jazz as a volunteer at WKCR-FM. That's the station owned and operated by Columbia University for 50 years. Passed away at the age of 70 from cancer, and he did a number of different jazz shows, spotlighting the music of Charlie Parker, spotlighting the swing era, which he does, which was done every Saturday night, uh, and he did a show called Out to Lunch, uh, which aired at one time Monday through Friday. He was doing that as well. He also taught music at Juilliard School of Music. He had the Swing University, where he talked about the swing era and taught about that, and he also helped produce uh, and remastered the material of Louis Armstrong in the Hot Five and Hot Sevens, uh, when and also the Verb masters on the Verb on from Norman Grands for all those artists who are on Verb like Billy Holiday, Charlie Parker, etc. So, Jazz World lost a very good radio announcer. If you're into that kind of music, yeah, you didn't give his name. <laughs> his, oh, his name is Phil Schapp. I'm sorry. Yeah. And for the, and and for he's those, the cousin of Dick Schapp, who was a sports writer, yeah, right. mm-hmm. and ABC reporter, and, right. But he didn't yeah, like to talk, yeah. he didn't like to talk about that very often. I mean, he just they were they knew each other. They talked, you know, he talked about going to their houses for dinner and stuff like that. But he was definitely a one of a kind individual. And I got to talk to him a few times. Very very nice individual. Very yeah. good. Okay, good. Good. Hey, we just had our moment of silence. That's, That's amazing, um, too, that he volunteered for 50 years and that no, and I understand jazz is a niche format, but that nobody picked him up uh, to go to a commercial station to do something, well, you know, on the weekends or something like that. Well, the, he, he didn't want to work for a commercial station because he wanted to do his thing and he didn't want to follow a playlist yeah, and he right. didn't want to follow their format. He did do some work at WBAI when they had jazz on the Pacifica station and he did do an occasional work at WBGO in Newark, New Jersey when they were doing when they well, they're still doing jazz and I think with WRVR when jazz he did an occasional show and fill in work for them as well yeah. so he definitely was around but it sounds like he had the kind of name like little Walter who worked at many of the our stations who went around and did his music you know on commercial stations you know and, and he probably had enough of a following that he could have done that you know done it his way as I said before, it, you, it would he did make the New York Times and made a lot of the publications in the city. But if you weren't from the city or if you didn't listen to WKCR, you probably wouldn't know who he is. But I wanted to mention him because I thought that he just meant a lot to me as a person. I would listen to that Charlie Parker bird flight show every day because I used to because he does he does a lot of talking and a lot of analysis. So it's just like our Steve Bauer. You could check that out, Jeff, on Saturdays at noon. Smooth That's jazz, true. U, smooth jazz USA, and he really has a passion for that, you know, smooth jazz. He does other programs, but his passion... I like rough jazz. Yeah. I'm not a smooth yeah. jazz person, but that's kind of, I call that yuppie jazz, but I will tell yeah. you yeah. that it that it, in New York City, it did fairly well, and it, but the problem is, it doesn't get the right demographic, but the people who do tune into it, and Bernie, you, you could attest to that, but, but if you read the publications like I do, that they, they have a very long TSL, a time spent listening. Yeah. People do listen yeah, to that's it. That's the problem. They have a, a long TSL, but uh, <laughs> not a real... You know, loyal. I mean, the audience. Uh, again, that's because they saw a sleep and the radio was still running. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have one here in Indianapolis. That's why you see you before. 107.9. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Had one here. 
and they were ups they were the loyal listeners were upset when they changed format back in the well, day. Well they were they, we had one in New York, WQCD one oh one point nine, which was formerly WPIX FM. They dropped it and people were very upset. And so if you want to hear smooth jazz in New York City, you can listen to WNEWFM's HD2 channel, which has uh, 24 hours of smooth jazz. But that's where you can, so like, can find it. All 10 of their listeners are upset. That's right. right. But, but by the way, if, uh, they're also available on Sirius Satellite Radio. That's, uh, the channel's oh, yeah. called Watercolors. Yeah, if you want to watch oh, yeah. that. Well, well, we have... A couple things while we're just taking, we're cleaning up things. The, while we're uh, talking sports. Yes, we've been... Um, <laughs> <laughs> the we've been debating all this and last night I got my tune in premium that I had to get to listen to the NFL on tune in and uh, college sports is available on tune in premium so for those who were wondering yes college sports is available on tune in premium and uh, Sirius XM will offer the game replays as they did last year this year again you have to have the app and uh, you probably have to have a certain package to listen to games but they will offer the game replays do you know uh, about the end zone show uh, yet perry you mean on the tune in on the tune in yeah i i think they will but i don't know for certain yet you will find I out mention, sunday i, guess. I will yeah. find out sunday now i met we mentioned bill and i were debating that they had a baseball channel on there and i obviously now that i had premium i can look at it what yeah. they have is old ball games on there oh cool and some of them go clear back to the 50s and the 40s Oh, yeah, I'd love that. I've, there's been some Internet uh, stations that have run those. I found one three or four years ago that ran. I can't remember where um, it was out of, but it doesn't do it anymore. But that, that is cool stuff. Well, you know, uh, I believe it was not yesterday, but uh, maybe it was yesterday or the day before. They did cover extensively the Cooperstown dedic- uh, with, uh, Eric, with Eric Jeter. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. yesterday. Getting into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, and I, didn't, I mean, I didn't watch it on ESPN or whatever channel carried the thing, but they made a big deal of covering it quite a bit on Channel 13. That's WNYT, oh, yeah. the NBC News uh, affiliate. And uh, they were they covered that quite extensively. And they had uh, three sto- three sports people who work for Channel 13, uh, uh, Roger Weiland, Ashley Miller, and Chris Honorado, both, all three of them were at uh, Cooperstown covering this event in different ways. So I only, give it- ba- only baseball would do their Hall of Fame ceremonies, though, on a Wednesday in the middle of the week. Yeah, you know. In the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. that's, very, that's very COVID-ish because that's where we got all our sports, you know, the, the football, you know, basketball, uh, baseball and weird hours and uh, uh, hockey. And when, the, when they were in the bubbles, remember the games were 11 in the morning or noontime? So yeah. maybe baseball thought they were setting a trend. But now I think uh, people kind of gone back to work, so it doesn't work so well. Well, not so they had a lot of people there, but it was not, not as many as they could have because they, they did restrict somewhat. So Yes, yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Bill. I wasn't going to say anything, but just baseball. Why, why, why? <laughs> you just have to keep doing what you do. Just, plus, they, plus, Bill, they did it right when you and I were doing our show yesterday. Yeah, I know. They had no consideration for the they poor should have had right. to make a well, choice. That. Yeah. And I don't know why they, you know, I don't know why they Everybody, did. everybody. By, by really... the way, though, just a selfless, a selfless uh, promo. If you like to listen to that, Bill and I are on on Wednesdays, and you can hear just about anything on that show. I mean, we go from... Yeah. From the 80s and way back to the early 60s, so you can hear about anything you want on that show. Yeah, so. they got me playing songs from the 80s and 90s. I never heard the hell of. And they but I play that anyway. Minotaur to my peaches on a cherry tree yeah. or whatever that thing was. Just oh, that was us, Jeff never, Dutch. Yeah, Dutch. just us. Dutch. I mean, yep. we play it. You say it. We play it, but we don't care. Right. Uh, and we try, and we put our personality into it too. I mean, we try to have fun. That's with kind it. of a problem for me, but you know. 
know. <laughs> yeah, but Perry could do it. Right, okay. he can do it. That's why I have him on there. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they call it. What time Perry. is this show? Youthful enthusiasm. That's what one it is. to three. One to one o'clock. One, one to okay. three All Eastern right. on Wednesday. Good. We're okay. right, right there. there. Next Wednesday. Okay. Well, how about if we right. call, how about if we travel to New Orleans? Well, well, we got to do the Jan- We're going to have another Jennifer riot if you're not careful. Oh, that's true. That's why I said it. I wonder if you guys are on your old toes. Yeah, Jeff, yeah. Uh, you do not want Jennifer blanked at you. Uh, it's just not a good thing, Jeff. So <laughs> here we go. You don't have to tell us any stories, but we believe you. Yeah. Poor Jeff. Poor Jeff. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of September 9th. WPLZFM 95.3 Ultiwa. Tennessee changes calls to WALV-FM and changes format from classic hits to sports and changes slogan from Big 95.3 to ESPN Chattanooga. WGCN-FM 90.5 Nashville, Georgia changes calls to WGLA-FM. WPLB-AM 1070 Plattsburgh, New York changes calls to WJMPAM WBNIFM 94.1 Roanoke, Indiana changes calls to WRNPFM WJMPAM 1120 Maryville, Tennessee changes calls to WTLTAM WALVFM 105.1 Lakeside, Tennessee changes calls to WUIE-FM and changes format from sports to religious teaching and changes slogan from 105.1 FM ESPN to American Family Radio. WECQ-FM 92.1 Destin, Florida changes format from CHR to Rock and changes slogan from Q92 to Rock 92. W HLG FM 101.3 Port St. Lucie, Florida changes format from adult contemporary to contemporary Christian and changes slogan from Coast 101.3 to the Joy FM network. WNDZ AM 750 Portage, Indiana changes format from ethnic to religious teaching. WTSM FM 97.9 Woodville, Florida changes format from sports to contemporary Christian and changes slogan from ESPN Tallahassee to the Joy FM network. WMPO AM 1390 Middleport, Pomeroy, Ohio changes slogan from Fox Sports Radio 1390 to 94QFM. WMXH FM 
105.7 Luray, Virginia, changes slogan from Virginia's Positive Hits to Virginia's Home for Encouragement. WPER FM 90.5 Fredericksburg, Virginia, changes slogan from Virginia's Positive Hits to Virginia's Home for Encouragement. WPIR FM 89.9 Culpeper, Virginia, changes slogan from Virginia's Positive Hits to Virginia's Home for Encouragement. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For All Things Radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Thank you, Jennifer. And I forgot to say at the outset, if you want to call us direct for people like Pierre who have power issues, phone issues, you can reach us direct and I'll put you right into the show at 317-886-1103. That's 317-886-1103. And I'll put you right in if you would like to join the conversation. By the way, us, our friend uh, Pierre does have his power back. He does hold on, have his hold on, hold on. Let's all not let's let everyone talk at uh, once. Yeah, actually, we could do it in harmony because we were saying the yes. same thing. Pierre, Pierre does have his power back. The big thing, he had a gas uh, generator, so he was using that. So he had electricity in his air conditioning. What he didn't have was the internet and the phone, and it was driving him crazy and television. But, he, but he has that. Of, he's got the internet and the phone back now too. Yeah. Oh, good. We got to keep our priorities in check, you know. Right. Well, you got to have your internet. <laughs> right. I mean, the internet—that's very important. That's very. very you know, you important. have more than you realize these days. It is. It's true. Yeah. No, that's very true. So yeah, but we have that studio line just in case. Yeah, that's good. Actually, too. Uh, another thing, I, such all small markets. I don't think there was a bigger market. You know, like. To thirty thousand people, towns all all in that whole set. Usually, there's a big city in there somewhere, but not at all. Well, as as one of the sources I've I've, I've talked about, um, he as he is saying, economically, radio stations aren't looking to spend money to change format right now because they're trying to make money from what they lost uh, pre- yeah. and get back to pre-pandemic levels or better than that. So that's part of the problem. So that's why you're not seeing the big format changes like they used to be. A lot there were, uh, even this Labor Day weekend. Yeah, there were a few of them, but it was much fewer than normal. Yeah, yeah, nothing. No one was really anywhere really big either. Yeah, yeah. You had a few things in your radio news, actually. Uh, you know, uh, people moving and coming, and you know, some rearrangements in different uh, cities. But uh, uh, basically, and and but that wasn't really uh, changing a whole format. It was more like the Joe Matthew thing. You know, personnel uh, moves. So. Right. That's correct, and the sports moves of, of I mean, they weren't really moves. They were they were staying in place at the stations they were on originally, anyway. So, but I'm thinking WGN Northwestern. They've been there for a while now. Uh, they have twenty something years. I, I know since ninety. I read. I know, but they must. And they have used to. to they used to carry DePaul, if I remember correctly. They did DePaul wow. basketball. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did. They did, and Good I think it used 80s. to be WLS who carried Notre Dame, and I think. Are they now on 1,000, or are they still on 890? I, the last I knew, they were on 1,000, but that was a couple of years ago. I don't know what I think their, 890 uh, has. I think 890 has Illinois now. Oh. Hey, bring back Bill Stern. When I used to listen to Notre Dame games on Mutual, I used to like listening to Bill Stern. Although he's uh, he's been dead for a long time now. He made yeah, things up. He made years, things probably. up. You know, if you ever hear those old newsreels, they're funny because he made made things up. The other thing, too, and I, I told the story before, but uh, uh, Clem McCarthy made an, a mistake in the 1947, uh, either the Derby or the Preakness, and uh, Bill Stern was famous for laddering a ball. If he didn't realize who had it and then he figured out with somebody else, he'd lateral it and there'd be a touchdown to get the right guy. 
and uh, Clem McCarthy called the wrong horse. And there's actually photos that prove why he it was just a bad spot in the track, a dark area that he couldn't see. And uh, so Bill, uh, you know, well, even Babe Ruth struck out once in a while or something like that. And uh, and Clem McCarthy said, Bill, you can't lateral a horse. That's true. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think he wrote. I don't. He didn't write those uh, Bill Bill Stearns. Uh, no, show. no. He had writers no. to write for him. But again. Um, when my father used to play old radio shows for me, that that he would hear about, he he would, tell, he would say that he liked listening to Bill Stern. Oh not, yeah, not, it's a not fun because, show. Not because it was accurate necessarily, but he enjoyed the uh, he enjoyed the the show. So it's a fun and, show, and he had some interesting guests, some celebrities, you know, actors and actresses. But he also had you know some ball players came on too. So oh. it was an interesting show if you hear something. Yeah. And he had a barbershop quartet that sang the commercials. He so. did. They were very good. The uh, for the. Uh, uh, what was it? The uh, Col- uh, Colgate. Yeah, that's right. Colgate. All right, Bill. Let's go to the. Where are we Speaking going? The Big Easy. Is that yeah, where we're, we're going? going? Go, yeah, back to the Big Easy. Back to where we're going to go right to the source. And if you provide better coverage under disaster conditions, as this station does right here, uh, you're going to go a long, long way. But we got this from uh, your friend and mine, Jeff, who just put it uh, up on Monday. We've got it. And I edited it down just a little bit for our use here in the podcast because I didn't want to dominate the whole podcast. But um, we're going to listen to some great outstanding coverage from Ida and what radio can really do when called upon. And it shows, too, that they have not cut back. They did just as well with Katrina as they did with Ida. So a lot of times you'd say, oh, nowadays they wouldn't do it as well. Well, this station really maintained the, uh, you know, the standard that they had in 2005. Well, well and I, th- I think that's one reason they do so well, Chris, is because they have experience at doing it and they know how to do it well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they know it. And so you're going to hear and people it right know where to turn. Yes. It's just like here in our area when there's some kind of disaster. If people listen to the radio, they would probably go to WIBC. I'm really interested in the disaster. Right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So here we go. Ellis Beef Easter's Radio Air Check and Classic TV Channel. A text comes in here. Are any gas stations that are open in Orleans Parish, Jefferson areas? Probably not because um, there's no power. And unless the station would have a metery, uh, a, uh, a generator, that wouldn't be happening. I do remember as a kid, after Betsy, because my daddy had a service station, somehow the guy across the street at an Exxon station rigged up. I think he was running a lawnmower or something or an edger. Somehow he got the pump to work, but... That was then, and this is now, and it's different. Uh, Anyway, somebody said the cost to stay away is prohibitive. It's easy to say if you're a DJ to express uh, relaxed and living away and evacuated. Look, I understand all of that. This is not opinion. These are the facts. Lafourche Parish has been devastated. You can't go home. I'm sorry, it's a harsh reality, but you're going to have to accept that. We'll be back. Coverage of Ida on 870 AM WWL New Orleans. 105.3 WWL-FM and HD1 Kenner New Orleans. WLMG and WLMG HD1 New Orleans. WKBU and WKBU HD1 New Orleans. And WEZB and WEZB HD1 New Orleans. Odyssey stations. 
WWL First News. It's 7 o'clock. Good morning. I'm Dave Cohen on your official weather station, WWL. For your Monday, you can plan for more breezy conditions as Ida lifts away, but we're still going to feel some impacts from it. Not going to be a nice day, but not as bad as last night or yesterday. we got a 60-mile-per-hour tropical storm lifting to the north. As we go through the day, breezy conditions, some feeder bands moving through with heavy rainfall, and the tides, they're going to stay high. And it may not be until about Wednesday that our tides return back to normal. Your local weather expert, WWL-TV meteorologist Peyton Malone has more coming up. Today is the day we find out just how big a blow Ida dealt to southeast Louisiana. Crews will be fanning out now that the system has moved into Mississippi, and they'll try to get a good idea of the scope of damage. Search and rescue can also ramp up dramatically today. We know droves of people called for help during the height of the storm, but those calls had to go unanswered because leaders said it was not safe to send out first responders from the coast all the way to the North Shore and many communities in between. Hurricane Ida made landfall as a Category 4 hurricane near Port Fushan, and now it's a tropical storm in southwestern Mississippi, but it left a path of destruction across southeast Louisiana. State climatologist Barry Kime says it wasn't until the center of Ida reached Mississippi that it lost its hurricane status. It's a very slow-moving storm, so as the storm is moving on shore, and even after you know part of the eyewall has uh, crossed shore to, to signify landfall, uh, you know, a significant chunk of that storm is still over water, so it's still able to feed off of that incredibly warm water source. Once the sun comes up, water rescues will take place. There are reports of hundreds of people stranded in Lower Jefferson Parish. In St. Charles Parish, families are in their attic to get away from floodwaters in Laplace. There are reports of roofs torn off of Ostner Hospitals in Homa and Raceland. Patients there will have to be evacuated to other facilities. That's WWL's Jeff Palermo. Flooding in St. John and Livingston Parish was a big problem overnight, and Tangipaho Parish saw surging water too. WWL's Tom Perumian tells us officials there today are going to try to assess. Tangipaho Parish President Robbie Miller spoke with WWL about the need for first responders to move into action. There's no doubt our first responders want to get out to help you. Let them get out. Let them start going to evaluate. Let our, our public works folks get out to start clearing roads. So just take care of your space at your home. We're going to get there as quick as we can. We have some folks that are trapped in houses like in bathrooms and, and I don't know what their situation is now. We need to get to them to make sure that they're as safe as they can be. Miller was pleased that residents were continuing to shelter in place and that roads were without sightseers. St. Tammany Parish President Mike Cooper says another priority today is getting all the debris off of all the roads so people can get out. We want to be able to open up the, the roadways so our first responders and our utility contractors can be the first ones out getting, uh, getting to the jobs that they need to do. Cooper says they are dealing also with reports of flooding near the lake, along with damage to homes, downed trees, loss of electricity, and more across the parish. Just like so many other parishes, St. Tammany is dealing with a nearly 100% power outage. 100% of the power is out in Orleans Parish and 97% in Jefferson, roughly those same numbers in other parishes. One of the big reasons the New Orleans metro area doesn't have electricity is that a massive tower that brought eight feeder line into the area fell into the Mississippi River last night. The hardest hit areas are likely to be Grand Isle, Lower Jefferson, and Lower Lafourche. ground zero for Ida's landfall. How hard a hit did they take? We don't know yet, but Captain Brennan Mathern with the Lafouche Parish Sheriff's Office says do not come try to see for yourself yet. Certainly we understand people want to come home and see what their house looks like, uh, and, and we understand that. Uh, look, I'm one of them. I, I want to get to mine and, and mm-hmm. see what it looks like, so we understand that. Uh, but 
we we are going to be here until you get here. Uh, but to your point, Tommy, uh, it's not going to be today. And and until we get out and assess the damage on our roadways, we really can't even have an estimate of when people can get back. What we can tell you is wherever you are right now, if you've evacuated, I promise you it's a million times better than coming back here. We're going to get you back as soon as we possibly can. But for now, just sit tight, relax, and, uh, and, and enjoy some air conditioning because when you get back, there'll be none of that. Governor John Bell Edwards will be heading to survey the situation today and with federal emergency management officials start working on a plan for a recovery. Jefferson Parish has announced a curfew for today. President Cynthia Lee Shang says no one can be out from now until 6 a.m. tomorrow. Most other parishes are announcing or have announced similar curfews. Now, your Garcia Roofing forecast on WWL. The latest on Ida is it continues to strengthen. Along with maybe Ida's lifting to the north. We'll be dealing with higher than normal tides. That includes surge along with maybe some storms around today with those bands uh, wrapping up into the center as it lifts away from us. But impacts are still going to be felt today and it's going to take some time for the tides to return back to normal. So water's still pretty high today with North Shore Lake uh, and river flooding expected. That'll continue into Tuesday and then by Wednesday we'll be back to normal. Now during all this it is going to be hot and humid in the upper 80s and low 90s. It'll feel like the 100s. And then by the end of the week we're drier still in the 90s but not as much Rain. From your local weather expert forecast center, I'm WWL TV meteorologist Peyton Malone. Still have some gusty winds out there at the airport in Kenner right now. They're gusting to 28 miles an hour, and it's going to be a hot day. It's overcast in 81 already in Kenner. For your Monday, you can plan for more breezy conditions. WWL News Time 706. Here's WWL Traffic. From the Acadian Windows and Siding WBL Traffic Center, I'm Josh Wadoush. You shouldn't be driving out there right now. I-10 going west into Kenner, completely not passable at Williams. That means you cannot take the interstate west across the spillway to Laplace. Causeway Bridge is also closed. I-10 traveling east, you've also got multiple closures due to down trees and power lines blocking the road. Traveling between the West Bank and downtown, traffic is passing at the Crescent City Connection, though again advised to stay home and stay off the roads. Also, the Chalmette now just ferries both, broke loose yesterday, and ran aground. Um, for WBL, I'm Joshua Dausch. Thank you, Joshua. I'm Dave Cohen. Now back to Tommy Tucker on WWL. Hi, Dave. On WWLAMFM.com and the Odyssey app, Louisiana's official emergency management station. It's continuing coverage of IDA. Live from our Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union studios. Also on Magic 101.9, Bayou 95.7, and B97. Connect now on the Open Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. Now, back to Team WWL. I'm Tommy Tucker, and this Monday morning, August 30th, Dave Cohen, our news director, with us as well at 504-260-1870. Would be a great idea in normal times. Unfortunately, yeah. the phones are out, and they They're are not, not normal time. working. No, um, I tried to call a couple of parish officials that I know on their cell phones. The call would not go through. We are at this stage... And, and I'm reminded of Aaron Broussard, who, who infamously said we went from the Jetsons to the Flintstones, trying to, um, if we can 
get some parish officials on the cell phone, we'll put it on speaker and hold it up to the microphone and do the best we can just to get some information um, on the air and for people. Um, I, in terms of refrigerator, I went to the CDC website because I'm getting some texts on this about food safety for power outages, and I guess we can pretty well skip the before part, right? Yeah, no, well, we're in the after. We're about that next time. During, keep refrigerator and freezer doors closed. If the doors stay closed, food will stay safe for up to four hours in a refrigerator, 48 hours in a full freezer, 24 hours in a half full freezer. And it says if the power's been out for four hours in a cooler, that's the CDC now, if the power's been out for four hours and the cooler and ice are available, put refrigerated refri- uh, perishable foods in the cooler, keep them at 40 degrees or below, add ice or cold uh, source like frozen gel packs, and then after, never taste food to determine if it's safe to eat. When in doubt, <laughs> throw it out. Never t- Does this taste bad to you? Yeah, well, you know, people have done it. I think this no. milk sour. T- do you think this milk sour tasted and see? Well, no, thank you. I won't. If you have to ask, throw out perishable food in your refrigerator, meat, fish, cut fruits and vegetables, eggs, milk, leftovers after four hours without power or a cold source like dry ice, ice, throw out any food with an unusual odor, color or texture. And if it's in the freezer, don't open that door unless you positively have to. I, but- rec- I recommend this. You, you, you get a plan. Know exactly what's in the refrigerator that you really want to save. Know where it, you know, think it out. And then quickly open the refrigerator, open the freezer, put everything you want to really save in the freezer from the fridge, close it, and don't open the freezer again. And even that. That'd give you two days. Right. It would be a short-term solution if you're there and you want to cook it and you need it to eat it, right? Because if you're trying to preserve it for the future, I hate to tell you this. I'm just but it's, for two days. No, no, I understand that. I fully, I fully realize that, and it's a great idea. I'm just saying if the idea is that you, you want to save this for Christmas or something, it, it no. Forget about yeah, it. Yeah, I hate to say it, but that, that window is closed because um, the, these transmission lines, and we went through this last night, Newell and I and Dave and all of us were talking about it when it happened. Um, Joe Valiente said he had video. Did you ever see video of this, Dave? No, he said he had before and after pictures. He said they had a picture right before and then a picture right after. And he said you could see it crumbling in the last picture is what I understood. So you got... um, But no, I have not seen those pictures. We've asked him for them, and I'm not sure what the... Obviously, it's not a priority for them right now. You can understand that. So you got a salvage operation that's going to have to happen in the river to get the lines out. I don't know if the lines are sunken on a level on the surface of the wall. I don't know. Nobody knows at this point. They're still trying to figure it out. The tower has collapsed. Do you know or do we have any idea if it caused any problems down the line as in um, you do something wrong in your house and there's a gross oversimplification, no, but, you, but you damage the outlet and then you go back and you hurt the breaker and then from there maybe you hurt something else? You see yeah. what I'm saying? In fact, what Entergy explained last night was that when the tower fell and the eight feeder lines went down, it created what they called an imbalance in the power system. And they had to stop making electricity as a result at the plant. They had to shut it off at the source. So it was like almost the ultimate short circuit, maybe, something yeah, along those lines? I, I think that's really what it is. And and for whatever reason, and, and I'm not going to pretend to understand all the intricacies of the power grid, mm-hmm. but I do know that Entergy told us that because this tower fell into the river and eight transmission lines went down, they had to shut it off at the source. So uh, they're not even, at least they weren't in the immediate aftermath. I don't know that status now, a uh, little over 12 hours later, if they're actually producing any electricity right now or not. But uh, Entergy is a 
at a point now where they have to reevaluate the entire grid in southeast Louisiana, and you should not expect power anytime soon. We can see things around the CBD right now. I, I did not have a chance to really do anything other than look out of the window, and, and that just gives me a you know a narrow view of, of magazine and some streets and, and uh, some trees, small trees that are implanted in the sidewalk. Um, what did you see, Dave, in terms of trees as you were driving around this morning? Uh, well, I, it was at 1 o'clock in the morning, and what I saw was uh, trees down at least one on almost every street I traveled, at least. A lot of branches, uh, some big limbs, uh, but just a lot of trees down, particularly in Jefferson Parish. Uh, it, real problems with trees down everywhere and some massive trees uh, that were laying down. Not as many as I saw after Katrina, but a whole lot of trees down. So... In terms of fences, I'm guessing you saw a lot of those down, of wooden trees fences? on fences, yeah. Uh, a lot of wooden fences laying on the ground. A lot of them, the distance that some of these things flew was amazing to me. I mean, we saw things that clearly did not belong where they were, uh, whether they were trampolines or tables or chairs, uh, some children's swimming pools, pieces of fencing, uh, a lot of uh, flashing from people's houses and siding, uh, it just stuffed just strewn everywhere. Awnings. Lots of awning. Text comes in. I'm in Kenner. I'm glad I didn't have leave because I'm able to put tarps on my roof early this morning. Shingles came off as well as vent covers. So if I was not at home, I couldn't cover those. And once it rained again, water would just come in. Uh, Okay. Um, First of all, not everybody. I'm glad you were able to do that. Not everybody is able to climb on a roof and install a tarp. I'm glad you were able to. But Dave, that brings me to another point about, and whoever texted this in, at 6079 in Kenner. I'm, I'm glad you're happy, but relentless would be the only word I could describe this storm as opposed to Katrina. Katrina was bad, but this was just relentless. Yeah, I, I have now gone through probably a dozen hurricanes, and that's a rough estimate, but I, I never have experienced one that was so intense for so long. Relentless. Felt like relentless yep. is the perfect word. Like it was never going to end and it didn't let up for really 14 hours of just relentless blowing wind, sideways rain and howling. That noise. I'm, I'm, that will haunt me the rest of my life. The sound of Ida. And, um, The thought that I had, and and I'm going to play some audio later if I can, of of just the noise our building was making. It sounds like the HMS Bounty, right, before things went bad for Captain Bly. But it was our building. It was the 400 Porgers Tower, which is how many floors of it? 32. And it sounds like... It either sounds like some kind of old whaling ship or grandma sitting in a rocking chair. And that's a big building. So in terms of staying, the only question I had is why in the world, and I understand this person is happy because they can keep any rain from damaging their floor anymore, but um, why in the world would anybody stay for this if they could leave? Having, again, written out a bunch of them like you because that's our job. But the relentlessness of this one, I don't, I can't imagine what it would be like in a home because we were in this big office building that sounded like um, the rocking chair. And why somebody would stay home for this, I don't understand it. I really Without don't. Without electricity, in the dark, 
No, I, toilets. I, you don't have toilets. You can't. Well, I mean, you're supposed to conserve water in Orleans Parish, right? In terms of flushing the toilet, and correct. in Jefferson Parish, you got no water pressure, at least at your home. No, uh, the East Bank of Jefferson Parish. It's uh, the entire East Bank is under that boil water advisory because of that low pressure. If you have water at all, and yeah, to, we we actually started this conversation earlier, and to finish it, uh, in Orleans Parish, uh, they don't have working lift stations now uh, for the sewage, so they're asking you not to unnecessarily put anything in the drain. So don't wash clothes, don't wash dishes. But again, you could only do that if you had a generator now that 100% of the city is without power. Uh, so, but they're, they're just asking that the less you put down the drains, the better, because if you put too much down the drains, it's coming back into your home. Let's put it this way. Don't load the truck until you know somebody's going to be able to drive it away, because eventually it's going to overflow. Would that be an, uh, a delicate way of putting it, Dave? Yeah, and, and, and I know this is probably cliche, uh, but... You can go ahead and say it, it's all right. Yeah, but I, I think it, it is worth noting uh, that a flush is better than a full house. Yeah. So, you don't want to get to a position where... It's not what I thought you were going to say, but flush. I love that. A flush is better than a full house. No, no, a full house is better than a... Oh, wait, no, you're... Wait, yeah. I'm confused now. It's better to be able to flush than to have a house full of what you're trying to flush. So the point is, and, and, and if you play poker, you know it's better to have a flush than a full house. The point is, if you wash your clothes, if you take long showers, if you, for whatever reason, put water down the drain that doesn't need to be there, and the lift station cannot pump that water away from your house, at some point, the pumps between your drains and that lift station will be to capacity, and everything in them will come back into your house. And there we go. And we do have one caller before we get into discussion. Welcome to All Things Radio. Please hit star six. Star Hi, well, on your thing. There you go. It's Joni, I believe. Yes, it is. Hey, Joni James. Um, Joni James. Go ahead, Joni. Yeah, she, well, she knows who Joni James is. She remembers her. Go ahead, Joni. Of course Joni. I do. Yeah. Of course I do. A couple things. Um, of course, last week I was not able to listen because I was just glad that I was alive. But anyway, um, did you guys mention that Willard Scott died? Who, who, who passed away? You'll say again. Willard, Willard Scott. Scott. Yes. Willard we, Scott. No, we hadn't mentioned that yet, but you're right. That was over the weekend. I heard that on Sunday morning, and I think it was 80, what was it, 87? 87. Yeah. And, of course, we had had a thing. Uh, we were talking about it before the show. We had a thing. I don't know if you heard it, Joni, but we had a thing about uh, him and Ed Walker, of course, teaming up. And I was, I was saying the thing about it that's really cool is they're friends in college. But, you know, we've all had friends at various levels and stuff, and Ed Walker was lying and Willard was cited. But he said, I believe in this yeah. guy. I think this guy can do a good job. Let's team up and let's go. And they were, you know, analogous to Bob and Ray, whatever you want to say. And, you know, it became really made a mark for themselves right on the big NBC affiliate in Washington, you know, right in the same building as David Brinkley and everybody. So, and, I and mean, they, they were they, friends they were, up until the very loud. end. Yeah, sorry, you know, and they were. They were very well, good I friends. I was able to, when yeah. I was in college, my mm-hmm. first year of college, and I went to school in Chestertown, Maryland. Um, I was able to, it didn't come in very well, but I could pick up WRC uh-huh. and hear uh, the Joy Boys. And I didn't know that Ed Walker was lying. And yeah. I just thought they were <clears throat> wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. And it I, is unfortunate thing- that in 1972 they, they ended the Joy Boys when NBC made changes to yeah. their format. And what was the other point, Joni? Yeah. What else did you I want want to talk about? Phil Schaap. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Phil Schaap. He was amazing. He knew his stuff. Um, not only 
Uh, well, on KCR, they do um, birthday bashes where they'll take an artist and they'll spend 24 hours playing his music. They do it for Big Spiderback. They do it for Louis Armstrong. They do it for many, many. Well, Duke Ellington, and they do them. Yeah. Yes. And as a matter of fact, Joni Charlie Louis Armstrong has two birthday bashes. Right. One in July and one in August. In August, because they didn't know when he was born initially. Oh, there. Yeah. Do it twice. Why not? Yeah. And also, KCR does a Bach festival. And Phil Schaap used to do uh, a thing about um, jazz, turning, uh, playing Bach uh, in in jazz mode. Like Alec Templeton did a thing called Bach Goes to Town, and he turned uh, one of the Bach. I don't know. If it's, I forget whether it was a few, but he, um, Alec Templeton, and Benny Goodman uh, performed this. At the first Carnegie Hall concert, I think in 1937, where jazz was performed. Oh, okay. So now, and, and yeah, Bill okay. was he was very good. How did you do in the flooding? You were in New Jersey, so did you have a lot of trouble where you are? Well, I'm a, I live in a nursing home. Yeah. And our entire nursing home was evacuated. We were wow. moved into another facility. Talk about being scared. I rode through floodwaters. And our nursing home also is right near a river called the Raritan River. And um, it's flooded, so the whole um, facility was filled with uh, with river water, rain, river. Oh, my God. Um, it's a wonder that the no. people were so good. Emergency people came, helped us. Good. Our workers were untiring. And they're working. They moved us to three different facilities. Um, I think about 150 people. Uh, I'm in probably the best of the three, from what oh, I've good. heard. Good. And they're very good to us here. And it's, good. it's not easy, but they've gotten some of our stuff um, to us. So, um, Well, as long as you can hear us and hear your old-time radio, that's what you need. So uh, I hope you can do that. Oh, and by the way, I love radio books about radio too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah we'll talk am, more about am, those. <laughs> I'm a long-time DXer. I started DXing probably when I was seven or mm-hmm. eight. Cool. Like so She's a- you know, radio and reading and reading about radio. My three things. The, the the three R's, right? Reading, radio, and reading about radio. Yeah, or something. Reading yeah. about radio. Yeah, don't exactly. worry about don't worry about arithmetic. No one cares about that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Thank you, Thank Joni. You, Joni. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for letting me talk. No, no problem. problem, Joni. You're always welcome. Thank you. Al, you had your hand raised. Thank Can you, you unmute yourself, please? Okay. Al, good evening, go gentlemen. Yes. I hope everybody's doing well. And Bill, thank yeah. you. Thank you for playing the uh, WWL. I heard some of that. In fact, I mentioned it last week when I called. And I heard the Sunday uh, Sunday afternoon coverage, and I even heard a little bit on Monday morning because uh, I tuned it in uh, around the same time, about seven o'clock Eastern. Yeah, I did too. I did too. Yeah. And you know, some of the stuff they repeat hour after hour anyway for different listeners. And I heard that part about the roof and all his house and so forth. But anyway, uh, the question is, I was confused a little bit. Uh, you know, when they said about parishes, at mm-hmm. first I thought you were talking about churches. No, they call it no, suburbs. it's 
parishes counties. They're, they're counties, county. yeah. And instead of counties in Louisiana, that's the only state that calls them parishes. Yep. Okay, that's. Uh, I'm glad you clarified it, Perry. Because the French, oh, I, you know, the, it was settled by the French originally, and they just kept it when the uh, the Anglo's took over, or whatever you want to say. Well, you learned something new here on all things radio. Everyone. Oh yeah, I mean, we're a font of knowledge here. All right, thank <laughs> you. Right. Be confused with perishable. Oh, thank you very much. If, if, yeah. not, if nothing else, Al, we make it up and make it sound good. If yeah. you don't know, yeah. So, there you go. You can you can tell though, those two guys in particular on WWF, you could tell they've done it for a long oh, time. Oh yeah, they they were there during Katrina. They were they were. Yep. All right, and, Joe. Uh, I'm sorry, because but we. Go ahead, Joe. Okay. Anyway, good evening. Anyway, I'm a jazz fan from way back, and I used to live in good old Minneapolis, Minnesota, and a famous jazz announcer, I don't know if you could find his ear check, some of those are harder to find, was Lake Hammond. He worked at both uh, commercial radio stations and non-commercial radio stations. He even did jazz in the night for a while at, at Minnesota Public Radio. But he's he's gone, I guess. But anyway, it br- brings back memories. Also from Voice of America, Willis Carnover, another oh, yeah. great jazz. Yeah, he was I- very big, especially internationally. Yep. Well, thank okay. you, Joe. Thank you very much. Um, Walter Swank, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes, I already have. <laughs> that, I got that's well, yeah. There you go. You there you go. Got record it. on that one, Walter. Good. All right. Well, welcome so, to downtown, Walter. Well, uh, that's another story for another time. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about off the air. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, uh, that was very interesting. I, boy, I mean, I guess I didn't realize that it was that bad. That, that oh, yeah. the, I mean, oh, yeah, they, it was. to use the word relentless, I mean, that's. Uh, well, the difference, you know, between what happened in New Jersey, New York and so forth and, and there was that the people in New Jersey, New York had no warning. Yeah, they knew flash flood, but that's a generic thing. You can't tell what the, the, the these basement apartments and all the things that happened. Like we just had Joni with her nursing home. That totally took everybody by surprise. People had at least two or three days warning. And after Katrina, people didn't mess around. They got out and, uh, you know, that's why they did as well as they did in the Louisiana. Now, as bad as it was, Chris, in New Jersey and New York and those areas, and it, and it was bad. I mean, let's not sugarcoat it. At least it didn't linger around like it did in yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. That's true. That would have been worse. Well, the other thing is they said that people, they were giving lots of uh, evacuation warnings in New York City, but people were so fatigued by it, they didn't they didn't really believe it was going to be that bad. But And, it, they, and, and as uh, Bill de Blasio said, uh, he said, people have to learn that with climate, and, and he did mention climate change is coming that are here, that floods are going to be a lot worse yeah. than they were years ago. So that, that's... Well, part of the thing, too, was they told them in Sandy that, well, this is a hundred-year storm. You know, this never happened. Well, that was a little earlier. Now we've had another nine years of this stuff, and I think they need to stop even using that term because you can't anymore. Well, what Very did you say? I guess yeah, another moment of silence for Jazz Great who died. Yeah. Yes, I was surprised. Yeah, I was. I, I didn't think. I didn't think anyone else would bring would bring him up, and I'm glad that Joni also Joni brought him up. Did. As well. Joni went through a real harrowing experience, and she just loves listening to the radio, and so she does. We're glad she she's okay. You know, yeah, we can really. bring her Absolutely. on. Hey, why not? Yeah. Well, Jeff, is it about time for us I to go I think so. To... And uh, Bernie, did you ever do a sales presentation for any of the stations you worked at produce one of those? Um, I, that's, you know, that's what... I never did. And in fact, I was never even a part of one. They uh, they would come to all of us and they'd go, hey, we want you on it, Bernie. Mm, no. Uh, <laughs> so you go, on, you go on and do whatever it is you do. Uh, you come over here, you go, Bernie. Mm, no. So okay. no, I was never... 
never a part of it. I, I feel feel deprived. <laughs> this is true, Bernie. Yeah. It's kind of kind of like they pick and four would people, know. right? <laughs> I wouldn't know. It's like they pick four people to be on the quiz team or whatever in a game, and and they still don't pick you. And there's four people there, no, so you no. know what I mean. I get it. I get it. I get it. Real. It, it, you know, it just continued on from uh, being on. Uh, teams in, in sports and school, right. you know, in gym class. Oh my God. Uh, I never got picked for those, and I never got picked to do sales presentations. And then when I got on the wrestling what? team, I was like 2 and 20. I mean, there was a reason I was mediocre. You know what I mean? Oh, you mean mediocre, Bill. You were bad. You're, you're meaning, Bill, I wasn't the only one that wasn't very good? No, but you know what? There was only one time. I had a good day on a Saturday, and I won a tournament. I won first place. Coach wow. Coach. There's nobody in that weight class. So. Oh, that'll have, that'll work. I got no. I got better as I went, but boy, yeah. that first year was awful. To be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. Real quick, real quickly, apparently, it wouldn't let me in. I was I muted during the segment and listening, but it wouldn't let me. So, but the, you were talking about those guys. Tommy Tucker has been at WWL for over 20 years, and oh, Dave Cohen has been a news director for almost 30, maybe. Oh, he's been there. Yeah, I think he was there during Amber too. Yeah, he was. Yeah, they were there during. Yeah, he was there. Andrew, uh, T- Tommy Tucker was all over the Katrina coverage, and like I said, they they did they knocked it totally out of the park. I mean, and I didn't realize it was as bad as they. St- I didn't realize. I thought, well, you know, you're not hearing about everything like you did in Katrina, and maybe it wasn't as bad. But according to them, wow. Well, the storm itself was about as bad. The thing is, the levees didn't break, and that's when Katrina, really, that's where the death toll came and the the total chaos with the levees. The storm, the wind problem with with Ida was worse than Katrina, but the water problem was was not nearly as bad. They they, they spent a fortune on building those levees to get them to work. Thank God that worked. Those those pumps are working overtime. Well, I'm going to go to Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina. We're going to go to Charleston, South Carolina in just a second. I'll just tell you, I'm getting ready to fly back into the hurricane season back to Florida. So, Well, let's hope you don't yeah. get any more of those. Bills. Right, this is there. true. October, October starts to die down. August, September are the worst parts of the hurricane. Right. Well, let's just play this one that Jeff took the time to do. In Charleston, South Carolina, what year, 1985, Jeff? I believe, they say, I know it was in September. I don't have a, a date because it was probably taken over a few days. This was a sales presentation for the radio scene. Maybe Chris will figure this out. <laughs> we'll see. I was in eighth grade, so it was September. This week, we're taking care of a list of requests that came from our feedback line. Joe in West Virginia wanted to hear some radio from South Carolina, which is rather difficult to find. However, I did find this little gem. It goes back to 1985, and it's a sales presentation for radio station WXTCFM, licensed to Charleston, South Carolina. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy radio station WXTCFM with their light rock format on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. This is 97FM WXTC, Charleston, South Carolina, the market's number one adult contemporary radio station. We're the Charleston radio station with light rock and less talk. But when we talk, Charleston listens. Of course, a great radio station needs a great morning man, and we've got one. 
This is Mark Cardinella's Computer Warehouse. 609 right now. Hey, thank you for making us the very first light you turned on this morning. We're 97 FM WXTC. Today is going to be big. We have more details coming up on the Dallas premiere party we got cooked up for Beauregards tomorrow night. That look-alike contest. I'm going to tell you about that in just a minute. Keep it here. 97 FM is WXTC. 621 in Toto. It's nice to hear that after a vacation that they're back and they still have the magic. That's good, isn't it? It's called I'll Be Over You. Mona Rivera is here. We have a peek at headlines coming up here real quickly. Let me tell you about today, though. The forecast says warm, but I, come on, we know we know hot when we feel it, don't we? It's going to be 89 degrees today. That's warm enough. Temperatures tomorrow above 90. Even the beaches are going to be close to 87 degrees. There's no relief any place in it. I thought this was supposed to be fall. What's going on here? We had a low tide at 721 this morning. It's uh, 75 right now in North Charleston. And let's say 76 downtown at WXTC. By the end of today, supporters of tax reform expect to have it in the bag. 118 a pound. So how are you today? Listen, you woke up with us at 97 FM WXTC, and we appreciate that. 625 right now. You know, by this time tomorrow, we will have had a couple of winners already for Pick a Flick Friday. Keep that in the back of your mind, all right? We are XTC. 97 FM is WXTC. And she is hot. She's like right out of a travel poster. She's Billy Ocean's Caribbean queen. 635 at Cardella here on the radio. We got the Coach Pat Joyce up in a second with a peek at sports. So hang around for that. Let me mention this before we get too far down the pike. Today is the last day to register for our Dallas Character Lookalike Contest. We're doing that big premiere party tomorrow night out at Beauregard. You know about this. It's going to be, we're going to do like a giant free barbecue. We're serving up all kinds of special goodies. And the Lookalike Contest winner is on their way to Dallas. It's an all-expense-paid trip to Dallas. Airfare, accommodations, you name it. Jerry Chevrolet. 639 is what the clock says. We've got the Mercury parked at about 76 degrees. It's going to go to 89 today. So that's, you know, dress dress lightly. Today. What about the Chevrolet and the Oldsmobile? What is that? What are, what are you talking about? you got about? the Mercury parked at... Oh, I got... No, I'm talking about the temperature. The, oh. Sharp as a marble. He's the coach bad choice. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't really pay much attention to what happened. I, in fact, I went home and just... Conked out yesterday, so I didn't know. How did the Astros fare last night? The Astros won their game, and Nolan Ryan darn near pitched a no-hitter. He got into the seventh inning with a no-no. I'm Patrick Joyce, and that's the way the ball bounces. Okay, Coach, thanks. Uh, let's say 641 right now. How are you this morning? We've got the light rock for you. Come on, we're 97 FM, WXTC. Seven FM WXTC. Lionel Richie and love will conquer all. It's six forty nine. Mark Cartella here. Charlie is up in just a second with a peek at headlines. Let me zip you with this before it gets too late. This coming weekend we have more concert tickets to give away. Jeffrey Osborne and Anita Baker are playing the Carolina Coliseum Sunday, October fifth. And this weekend we have concert tickets for you. Also copies of Anita's Rapture cassette. And the winning starts early Saturday morning right here on XTC. Getting a new muffler isn't always easy. Catch the Fall Food Festival this week at all Dosher's food stores. 651. I was going to say the forecast has the temperature up. It's going to be sweaty today, but I, I remember my grandmother always said that southern ladies and gentlemen don't sweat. No, they don't. They, uh, they glow. That's right. They occasionally perspire, but it's going to be hot today. The complete forecast is coming up next right now. Charlie's got headlines. Well, the Reverend Jesse Jackson came to town yesterday with a message to students. Stay away from drugs. We'll have a low tide at 721. Right now, 74 in North Charleston. 75 downtown at WXTC. Charleston's Light Rock, 97. 
93.7 FM. Hey, that fog thing and 654, by the way, be careful out there this morning. You know it's going to leap out from behind the tree and bite your windshield if it gets a chance. So just take it easy. Want to make sure you get where you're going in one piece. Keep it here, too, on XTC. Middays on 97 FM are handled by Ron O'Brien. 97 FM, WXTC. Oh, that makes two of us. Chicago and baby, what a big surprise at 11.52. Light lunch coming up at noon for you today. Billy Preston, Christopher Cross going to split up the menu. Not a bad looking Thursday either if you like them hot and humid. Sunshine for the afternoon, high in the mid-90s. Fair tonight, low drops down to a mere 75 degrees. Sunshine for tomorrow and really more of the same back into the mid-90s. And a high tide at 148 this afternoon. It's sunny, warm, 85 in North Charleston. Sunshine, 87 at WXTC. 97 FM WXTC. Light rock, less talk, and a light lunch. Thursday's menu brought to you today by Charleston's premier comedy club, The Punchline, on a day when it reads Billy Preston and Christopher Cross. Seven FM WXTC with a light lunch. Today's menu: Billy Preston, Christopher Cross. Wrapping it up. Brought to you by Charleston's Premier Comedy Club. Great place in the downtown area. The Punchline on King Street, but you enter off of uh, St. George, right back behind the Athenian Cafe. Tomorrow on the light lunch menu, we'll wrap up the work week and welcome the Moody Blues to the Savannah Civic Center with the Moody Blues on the light lunch on ninety-seven FM. We're WXTC. Face it, you never know where or when your brakes are going to need work. The spirit of Charleston Dinner Cruise. Boy, what a hot afternoon. 88 in North Charleston, 90 in the city with us. And the latest from Madonna, 97 FM, we're WXTC. Wayne, Wayne, wake up. Great way to start three light rock songs in a row with Neil Diamond and the story of my life on 97XTC. 97FM, WXTC, vintage light rock from 71. That is Carol King. Boy, that was all over the radio, huh? So far away. Kind of like fall, so far away. 10 degrees above normal for this time of year. I mean, even at night, we're only getting down to 75. That's still pretty muggy for a uh, September sunshine for tomorrow. High in the mid-90s. And really, that'll be the outlook all through the weekend. High tide at 148 coming up next hour. Right now it is sunny 88 in North Charleston. A very warm 90 and muggy degrees at WXTC. We're coming up in the next half hour. Peter Cetera, Genesis, and Eagles all on 97 FM. Coors presents... And 97 FM's John Quincy takes Charleston home every afternoon. Good afternoon. 5 o'clock now at 97 FM. WXTC. Light Rock. Less Talk. 559. Two four six one five thirteen. Now with John Quincy on ninety seven FM. The right hand lane of the Wapu Bridge is closed going into Charleston. You shouldn't have too much of a problem with that because most of the traffic is coming out of Charleston right now. That's going to be in effect between now and Friday. But the good news about that is that no boats can go under the bridge. Can't go up because they're working on it, so that won't tie you up. Also, there's a wreck on Spring Street in front of the Limehouse Golf Station. Spring Street is backed up all the way to the Crosstown, and Dorchester Road is bumper to bumper from the Mark Clark to Montague. So use caution in those areas. 5.13 now. You're with John Quincy on the light ride home on 97 FM WXTC. Here's Jimmy Buffett by request for Goose Creek. Getting out to San Francisco. Stevie Wonder on 97 FM WXTC. Charleston's light rock radio station. 5.21 now with John Quincy and Charleston weather. Fair skies tonight. No rain at all in the forecast. Low around 72. Tomorrow, sunny, high 92. Inland, 85 if you're lucky enough to be on the beach. We have a low tide at 7 
714 in the Charleston Harbor. Right now, it's 90 in North Charleston, 89 downtown at 97 FM WXTC. As we check out the latest news from CBS. Women on the pill may someday be able to switch from taking them once a day to once monthly. It's really fall now. 97 FM traffic. There's an accident in North Red and Remount. Also, North Charleston police report an accident in Rivers Avenue in front of the racetrack gas station. Do use caution. 526 now with John Quincy and Neil Diamond on 97 FM WXTC. Love on the rocks. 97 FM WXTC. Don Henley from the LP. Building the perfect beast by request for West of the Ashley at 722-L-I-T-E. Boys of summer. Summertime is uh, already gone. Yesterday was the first official day of fall, even though the summertime weather remains. Highs around 90 tomorrow. 97 FM welcomes Jeffrey Osborne and Anita Baker to Carolina Coliseum Sunday night, October 5th. And this weekend, you can win your free tickets plus copies of Anita's Rapture cassette, one of the hottest selling albums in the country. The winning will start Saturday morning just after 8 with Mark Cardinella here on 97 FM. Face it, you never know where or when your brakes are going to need work. It's all Charleston's only light rock with less talk on 97 FM WXTC, where Jim Croce starts off three in a row. And at night, 97 FM mellows out just a bit more as we become the perfect radio station to spend the night with. The emphasis is on love songs. We cut talk back to a fair minimum and play up to 59 minutes of relaxing light rock every hour, all night long. sales presentation for radio station WXTC-FM in Charleston, South Carolina that was recorded in September of 1985. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net and that feedback line is always open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 800-693-0595 that's 800-693-0595 and an option 2 for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. That was actually from 1986 because uh, Sunday the 5th of October was 1986. And it would have been uh, about September 25th, I guess, the first Thursday of the fall. But it was a nice uh, format. It reminded me of magic in the old days here. You know, we all had our soft rock stations. And uh, XTC, they didn't want to use XTC because of the drug, I guess. So it would have been <laughs> well, a good I don't know. Our, our, beautiful music station, our beautiful music station here used to call themselves XTC. Did they? Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah, and, uh, and I guarantee you, Bernie, I, I'm almost sure that station was probably an easy listening station with the uh, with the orchestra music and the and the tape music, the automation, but before they did this format. Oh, yeah. I'm almost sure it was. Does sure anybody know? Yeah, it, was, it, would have been, it would have been 86 to. Janet Jackson's they did at the beginning when I think you came out in 86 so yeah, yeah and they were talking was, about the Astros yeah. too who were contending that year and they weren't in 85 so yeah, yeah. yeah. I any... liked them they sounded good this, this jockey sounded great sounded good 
Now, I, that know, guy, unlike the radio station, I would find yeah. it boring to listen to for for a, a long period of oh, time. Yeah. But, but then again, it, it wasn't made for me. It was definitely made for That's a female exactly audience. The kind of station I worked for at the time. Exactly. <laughs> well, and it was made to play in the like you play it in the office for everybody. Yeah. Is good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, they have the slogans like everybody can enjoy this or everybody will get along on these songs yeah. or something like that. Well, you know, you know they're still yeah. around, and maybe I'll, I'll take a listen to them and see what they're doing now, and maybe we'll do them and. See what they sound like some, uh, you know, 30, 40 years later. So you know, the disc jockey there, <laughs> the, the disc jockey, I wanted to check my microphone here. The yeah. disc jockey there, John Quincy, if you read the anything to do with the Louisville, you know, of, of Louisville radio, he does a WAKY, WKLO page that's big on Facebook. Uh, they've got a Facebook page and he's WHAS. He's really into that. And um, so good, this guy's good all to promote a radio place. historian. Yeah, he's a good radio yeah. historian. So um, I'm not surprised that that, that market scope would be available. So, yeah, the station I was working for at the time, WENS, we, we were light rock, less talk. And we did the same thing they did. We talked a lot about it. <laughs> yeah, you talked yeah. about not talking. Okay, we're talking a lot talk. here. Yeah. I bet they did very well initially, right, Bernie? I'm sure they did very well. Oh, we were still doing well in, in, in 86. But my only complaint about a sales presentation like that is it was too long. I mean, I'm not sure who it was going out to. Is going out to potential clients or what, but it, it, it went too long, you know, for, for yeah. somebody yeah. to sit through that. Yeah, I've, I've heard quicker ones than that, yeah. I know the WLF in Syracuse sales presentation was about, ten, was about five minutes long, but they were looking at it maybe a little bit differently. I'm not sure. You know, I don't know what was in the head of the sales department when they you did know, this. You, you, you figured they're, they're looking at people who are probably in their 30s making the decision. They want to hit them with a, you know, maybe they don't like, a, uh, you know, Michael Jackson, but they might like Whitney Houston or something. They just want to hit them with a song. Okay. All right. Well, I guess, let's see here. What time is it, Jeff? It is um, oh, about 7.59, almost time for... Almost time for football. And we got one more. <laughs> Radio Tim, we got one more segment. That's Sean's favorite station, the HD2 station, which will have no <laughs> listeners. Uh, how many yeah. people listen to HD radio unless they're in their car? Or... Well, it's, on, it's on the translator also. Oh, is it? It's okay. Yeah, well, they obviously think they're going to have more more listeners than when they rebroadcast KVTAM. So let's see. Well, about another year, they'll be doing something else with that translator because they change it format like about every year, whether they need to or not. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Strange things are going on here. Uh, pages of computers jumping. Um, they've, it's telling me it's time for football, but we do have one more segment to run and we'll do that and thank everybody for coming in and making this just a ton of fun. Thank you so much. One of the things I try to do when presenting these featured station segments is to let you hear what's currently changing in radio. This week we're traveling to Austin, Texas, and we're going to listen to radio station KVET HC2 
on their translator of 103.1. The station has adopted an all-80s format, and a one of the 80s format is going to be the next new format to come around for the next few months. We've seen iHeartRadio make changes at radio station KOSF-FM in San Francisco, California, with an 80s-based format, and we'll see what other radio stations make the change. And so without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy Austin's 80s format as we listen to Mornings as Heard on radio station KVET-HC2 and their translator transmitting on a frequency of 103.1 on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. The best 80s. Station 103.1 and also streaming on the iHeartRadio app. It's the Sandy Show. It's Labor Day weekend. Gotta tell you, uh, my Devil's Cove days are over. Yeah, but I wonder if they're over completely. Is that still a thing? I, I don't know. I really don't know if it is or not. It'd be pretty easy to find out. Yeah. But, I'm, but I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Labor Day now looks a lot different than Labor Day then. It sure did. For you and I. <laughs> You're dead. Uh, we'll kind of break down what Labor Day used to look like for me anyway. Yeah. Up next on Austin's 80 station, 103.1 and streaming on the iHeartRadio app. to 80s station 103.1 and streaming on the iHeartRadio app. How you doing? Good morning. It's the Sandy Show. And we're very, very happy to be that you joined us this morning. Yes. If you will. It's Labor Day weekend. That kind of snuck up on us, didn't it? It did, did, did me anyway. Yeah, I can't believe it's already September. And I couldn't help but reflect how different Labor Day is for me, you know, now. Yeah. Than it used to be. I mean, it used to be wild. It was, you know, devil. I don't even know if there's a Devil's Cove scene anymore. Right. Is there? Is that still a thing? I, I think it's got to be. It's not. That's just not something that goes away. COVID probably did some damage to it. You know, it was happy as a people that have homes on there. Up above Devil's but Cove. But you know what? Those people, Devil's Cove was happening way before you built a house right. on Devil's if Cove. If you bought a house there, you had to be prepared that that's what it was going to be Every like. weekend in the summer. Yeah, you don't get to know that that was there, buy a house, and then complain about it. Right, exactly. But uh, we used to, it kind of got to the point, I was never a big Devil's Cove park the boat and stay. No, we always just kind of cruised in. Did a loop around yeah. and saw the nonsense and craziness oh that that was God. going on there. Can you imagine seeing, remember, can you imagine seeing Landry, oh, no. the fuzz out there? She's only 12. No. But out there, shaking I, her butt in the thong. <laughs> no. Yeah. Some rap music or something. Right. That makes my, Doing that a makes beer my bong. skin crawl. No, but I will tell you that she did find my party girl Devil's Cove hat yeah. not too long ago. Because you were one of them. Yeah. No, I didn't do the the thong bathing suit dancing with my butt hanging out. I didn't do that. I did the cruise by. We went from boat to boat and yeah. drank and hung out with people and did that kind of thing. But I wasn't one of those girls who was up and dancing and flashing boobs and wanting everybody yeah. to look at them. The woo girls. The woo woo girls. Yeah. Landry, she put um, my Devil's Cove party girl hat on her head. Which and is a cowboy hat. Hurt my heart. It was. It's one of those woven 
cowboy hats at Gas Station. You buy it at the uh, you buy that hat at the Seven Eleven at Four Points at, at Four Points at six twenty and twenty two twenty two. That's, that's right. where you buy that hat. That's what you wore. Yep. That's what everybody wore. She yep. had it on her little precious head, and it uh-huh. oh, hurt my heart for me to. Hey, but, see it on you there. know, have you seen the style? Just the regular, straight up style of girls' bikinis now. Yeah, the cheekers. I know. Is that are those called cheekers? Where half the booty is showing out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah get one of those. A lot less covered up now. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get one of those. Why? Well, let me do a few squats, and then I'll get one of those. <laughs> let me tighten things up down there a little bit more. Uh, it's uh, the Sandy Show on Austin's 80s station, 103.1, and streaming on the iHeartRadio app. Austin's 80s station, 103.1, and streaming on the iHeartRadio app. Thanks for being with us today. Hey, if you just found this radio station, you know what? You got to go out and buy a lotto ticket. (laughs) It's your lucky lucky day. day. You're going to win something. Go out and get yourself a lotto ticket. By the way, you can get them at HEB now. Yeah, they print them right at the register. What the heck? Is that new or did you just discover it? I don't know if it's new or if I just discovered it, but here's what I will tell you. Be careful and don't think it's your receipt and throw it away. It does look like one. Yeah, that's it, a, it, that's an added level of difficulty by getting it at the, at the grocery store. I'm surprised you didn't get a text notification that you could do that now, given your lotto loyalty. Mm-hmm. I, you know, exactly. I'm incorporating that now into my... So when I send you to the store, mm-hmm. I'm, I, you can do it there. <laughs> okay. Up next, all the things we learned. What did we learn today? All right, we learned maybe... We did learn, maybe not learn, about Tom Jones. Uh, Still deciding. Yeah, we learned about my plan B lottery winnings. Yeah. And we learned about some squats that I might need to do before I wear my bikini. (laughs) We'll tell you all about it coming up next on Austin's 80s station, 103.1, and streaming on the iHeartRadio app. Austin's 80s station, 103.1, and we are streaming on the iHeartRadio app. Thanks for being with us. If you're heading out this weekend, busy weekend in Austin, Texas. Party weekend. Party weekend with football kicking off and Labor Day weekend on the lake and all the things that go along with that. Have fun. You guys be careful. Yeah, I'll be doing a brisket. Y'all, don't be doing the dumb stuff. <laughs> don't do the dumb don't stuff. Don't do the dumb stuff. Stay safe. All right, we need you to be here. We need you to be back with us next week, all right? And if you haven't downloaded the iHeartRadio app, make sure you do. Trisha, what we learned today? We did some good learning today, Sandy. Tell me. One of the things we learned about is that um, my plan B for our life um, if this radio thing doesn't work out, is the lottery. We're making a lot of advances in the industry. <laughs> yeah, you're advancing in the yeah, industry. Yeah, I didn't know till recently that you can get you can get your lottery tickets printed out at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And then I told two very inspirational stories uh, mm-hmm. about people who won the lottery twice. Come on. Trisha's backup financial plan, if this whole radio thing doesn't yeah. work out, is to, be, to win the lotto. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I play it, and when yeah. I have some winnings, I reinvest it. I'm, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else we learned? Learned thing we learned today was um, I need to do a few squats before I'm going to put on that cheeker bikini you like. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just do a few squats. Do it just enough to show your tattoo shows. I just need to tighten it, tighten that butt cheek up a little bit more. My tattoo, yeah, my tattoo's there. Of course, at this point, the tattoo is just a blob of blue and green. Mm-hmm. You can't even 
can't even make out what it actually used to be. Why don't you get it fixed in something bigger? Like no. something that you can actually tell what it is. If I'm doing anything to it, I'm having it removed, which yeah. sounds painful and expensive, but you're the only one who sees it. Yeah, that's true. Nobody else sees it. And finally, one of the kind of maybe potentially exciting things we learned is the question uh, to Tom Jones on Fridays oh, or not to man. Tom Jones on Fridays. I know. That's, that's very well put. To Tom Jones or to not Tom Jones. JB and I did this forever. Yeah. And people loved it, but I think maybe times have changed. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about this. Think about it hard. Yeah, I'm going to think about it. Oh, you keep stopping it right before the big. I'm not quite there yet. Really? Yeah. Keep thinking about it. Don't make any hasty decisions. Let I'm us, in full support. Uh, let us know on our Facebook page, all right, at The Sandy Show Radio. Is that what we got for today, our big first week here? I think... It's time to close it out. Time to close it out and thank everybody for listening. Yes, we thank you. We appreciate it very, very much. And don't forget, you can stream us on the iHeartRadio app. Have a great day and a safe weekend. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> KQ760L and KVEZ HD2 Austin. Listen with iHeartRadio, number one for music, radio, and podcasting. All in one app and online. 103.1, Austin's 80s station. Austin's 80s station playing 10,000 songs in a row. Austin's 80s station. I'm Michelle Faye. Have you checked us out online? Hit 1031austin.com and listen online. You built a time machine out of a DeLorean? Austin's 80s Station, 103.1. Austin's 80s Station, 103.1, playing 10,000 songs in a row. Well, there you go. Austin's 80s station is heard on a translator transmitting on the frequency of 103.1 using KVET HC2's channel. Now, if you have any comments concerning this radio station, or if there's a featured station that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend. You're listening to 